0: Leadership can be an interesting thing. So often, you read in the news about leaders. Political leaders, community leaders. But what does it actually mean to be a leader? Is leadership judged by the size of a person's salary? By the number of titles someone has? By the number of people they direct? Former President Bill Clinton once said that running a country is like working in a cemetery. There are a lot of people under you, but none of them are listening. Hi, I'm Rabbi Yisrael Bernath, and welcome to my Daily Torah Thoughts. Judaism's quintessential leader was Moses. Moshe Rabbeinu, Moses our teacher. The Zohar teaches that every generation has a reflection of Moses. This week has a special connection with Moses. His birthday was Sunday, the 7th of Adar. And since he lived exactly 120 years It was also his yahrzeit, the anniversary of the day of his passing. Actually, the upcoming holiday of Purim, this Saturday night and Sunday, is connected with those two special days in Moses' life, because when the evil Haman cast his lots to decide when to annihilate the Jewish people, they pointed to the month of Adar. What a great omen, Haman said. It's the month Moses died. But the Talmud points out he didn't know something very important. Sure, the seventh of Adar marks the day of Moses' passing, but it also marks the day of his birth, and so the Jews were saved. It actually doesn't end there. There's a fascinating link to Moses in this week's Torah portion, the portion of Tetzavah. You see, every single Torah portion in the entire Torah, from when Moses is born, contains his name. God spoke to Moses, Moses spoke to the Jewish people, you see it all the time. There's only one exception, that's this week's Torah portion, the portion of Tetzavah. Why is his name not mentioned this week? The commentaries relate this phenomenon to a fascinating exchange between Moses and God in next week's Torah portion. The Jews had just sinned with the golden calf. God says to Moses, Let me be, and I will destroy them. Moses responds with a plea for mercy. And if not, he concludes, Erase me from this book you have written. Of course, as we know, God accepted the plea for mercy. But it still had an impact. An impact reflected in Moses' name being erased, at least from one section, this section. Now, let's think about this for a second. Fine, his name needs to be erased from one section. But why this one? The portion before the story is even recorded? Again, many of the commentaries step in with some help. The portion of Tetzaveh is the one most often read closest to the 7th of Adar, the day of Moses' birthday in Yarzite. And it's for this reason it was chosen to stand out to have Moses' name missing. Now, I'm sure you think that's nice, but you're not satisfied with this answer, correct? The Lubavitcher Rebbe shares a fascinating insight that not only helps us understand this little bit of trivia so much better, but brilliantly highlights the essence of Jewish leadership. First, while Moses is not mentioned in this portion by name, it's not like he's not present. The very first verse, the Ata Et B'nai Yisrael. And you should command the Jewish people. In fact, argues the Rebbe, this is an even higher representation of Moses than his name. A name is external to a degree. It is attached to the person at some point after birth. And primarily is the way in which other people refer to us. The term Atah, you, on the other hand, is the person themselves, their entire essence, without exception. Here's a story that may relate this point. The young Menachem Mendel was barely a toddler many years before he became the famous Rebbe known as the Semach Tzedek. His famous grandfather, Rabbi Schneir Zamun of Liadi, who was known as the Alter Rebbe, was taking care of him and decided to test his intelligence. Where is Zaydeh? ''Where is grandfather?'' he asked. The boy pointed to his grandfather's face. (laughs) ''That's Zayda's face,'' the grandfather responded. ''Where is Zayda?'' And so he pointed to his beard. ''But that wasn't Zayda.'' Then his chest, but that wasn't Zayda either. Finally, the boy appeared to lose interest. He wandered to the other side of the room, when suddenly he let out a cry. ''Zayda!'' His grandfather turned towards him in alarm. ''Aha!'' cried the boy. There is Zedah. So, in a sense, Moses is mentioned in this portion, the one closest to his birthday in Yardsite in an even deeper way than any other. Why? Because he asked God to erase his name. Think about it a second. Who is Moses? What is he all about? Torah tziva lanu Moshe, Moshe. Moses transmitted the Torah to the Jewish people. The Torah was who he was, what he lived for. And yet, Moses says to God, Erase me from your Torah. For me or you, that might be just giving up an extra bit of pride, missing out on a bit of popularity and exposure. But for Moses, it was giving up his entire existence, everything he had lived for everything he stood for, everything he was about. And why was he willing to give that all up? To save the Jews. Not the holy Jews. Not the Jews who had been loyal and faithful to God. The sinners. The ones who couldn't hang in there for 40 full days after witnessing the greatest revelation in all humanity. The ones who had worshipped the golden calf. That was Moses' In his highest essence, a leader willing to sacrifice everything about himself in order to ensure the continuity of his people. And not just his people, the least of his people. This Moses can't be referred to just by name. This Moses is a representation of Atah, of you, the highest ideal of what he is truly all about. In the last Hasidic Discourse the Rebbe edited before he suffered a debilitating stroke in 1992, the Rebbe addressed this theme of true leadership. He related it to the self-sacrifice demanded of the Jewish people in the time of Purim. He talked of the different kinds of challenges the Jewish people have faced throughout our history, of the threats posed by persecution and oppression, but also the spiritual threat Posed by liberty and plenty. One point that the Rebbe explained was the meaning of this verse, Ve'ata titzaveh et B'nei Yisrael, and you should command the Jewish people. The word "titzaveh," like mitzvah, doesn't just mean command, it means to connect. The job of a true Jewish leader is to connect the Jewish people to their Creator, to connect them to one another, And to connect them to their own truest selves. A second year university student from England related his impressions after he visited with the Rebbe during the 1960s. The Rebbe's leadership, rare almost to the point of uniqueness in the present day, consists in self effacement. Its power is precisely what it effaces itself towards the sense of the irreplaceability of each and every Jew. The student, Sir Jonathan Sachs, later became Chief Rabbi of the United Kingdom. In another article, Rabbi Sachs puts it this way. People had profoundly misunderstood him. They thought that the Rebbe was interested in creating followers. He wasn't. The Rebbe was interested in creating leaders. That was his greatness. He believed in people more than they believed in themselves. Rabbi Sachs saw the Rebbe as looking at the innate possibility and reality of every person. From this perspective, leadership is no longer defined as creating followers. Leadership is about revealing the latent potential within. Leadership in the Jewish tradition isn't measured by external markers. It's measured by sacrifice by selflessness, it's measured by real and true impact, leading a people to a higher recognition of who they are, a higher recognition of what they can do. Jewish mysticism teaches that we each have a particle of Moses' soul wrapped up in our own. We each have the capacity to lead, to put ourselves aside as we engage truly and completely in helping the world around and the people around us to reach their fullest potential. This is the Pintle Yid, the deepest spark of what it means to be a Jew. My prayer and wish to you is that may we each merit to get in touch with that spark, that spark within ourselves and within those around us, and help ignite it to a burning flame. A flame that collectively will illuminate and change our world, leading it to the final redemption. Today's thought is dedicated in loving memory of Yisroel Baruch ben Berel. May his memory be for a blessing. I'm Rabbi Yisroel Bernath. Have a fantastic day.